to The Megan Walrod Show. I'm your host, and I am delighted to bring to you season two, Brave Women, Brave Living. You are in for some juicy, inspiring conversations. So dive in, enjoy, then afterwards, come on and continue the conversations in our private Facebook group. The link is in the show notes. I'm so glad you're here. Thanks for tuning in. Now, let's go already. Hello, this is Megan, and we are so lucky to have with us today, Keisha Mitchell. Hello, Keisha. Hello, Megan. I'm so happy to be here. This is so exciting. I am looking forward to this conversation. Me too. Me too. And this conversation is dedicated this season to brave women, brave living. And you, Keisha, are someone who such a freaking courageous woman. And for our listeners, something for you to know is that Keisha is doing something amazing right now with her family. We're going to get into that story. And yet what I find really interesting is that we met several years ago and as usual with like amazing, powerful beings, it's kind of like we pop in and out of each other's orbit and you popped into my orbit recently when these changes and choices and courageous acts were unfolding in your world. And it's fascinating to me. And that's why I invited you to have this conversation with me today. Cause it's just fascinating to me of like that level of aliveness and courage is like popped in my radar screen. It's like the frequency, yes. the frequency <laughs> is kind of like, Oh, look, there's another woman. That's Amazing right. things. Right. Like let's connect, let's inspire. Let's like create more by being in the conversation of it together. Yes. Yeah. I love yeah. it. That's how you know you're on the right path, right? It's like a flow. It's like, yes, yes. I feel that flow. <laughs> yes, yes, absolutely. And we're going to be in a flow of conversation today. There's so much richness I want to explore with you. And listeners, if you haven't yet met Keisha, I want you to know a little bit about her. So Keisha is a certified success coach, speaker, and fierce advocate for women owning and living their truth and in their truth. Freaking love that. She believes that our truth is our bond with the divine and therefore the path for living our best life. Amazing. She has guided dozens of women to reimagine their lives, take action and sustain a personal heart-driven version of success using her triple C system of clarity, courage, and confidence. Her clients receive strategies to reveal where their power lies, tools to apply it and the encouragement to move forward in alignment with who they truly are. Keisha credits her own success in entrepreneurship, community advocacy, and public speaking to multiple business certifications, ongoing mindset and transformation studies, and a strong, active, spiritual foundation. Which, by the way, listeners, I just want to let you in on something right before we press record. Can I share this? Sure. (laughs) I asked Keisha, I said, I haven't asked anyone else to do this, but given who you are, Mm -hmm. would you be willing to say a prayer before we start? And she did. And it was freaking amazing. So I just (laughs) like the, the truth of who you be, you walk your talk, Keisha. And that's just, I so appreciate you in how you live your teachings and your wisdom. There's such truth you're being that truth. Okay. So let me, so thank you. Thank you. (laughs) She's, 
currently on an adventure of a lifetime with her irreplaceable husband of 22 years. Oh, I'm two, sorry. Did I put 22? It's 24. We just met our 25th anniversary. 25th anniversary. So she's, she's on an am, amazing adventure of a lifetime with her irreplaceable husband of 25 years, her two amazing, energetic, thoughtful teenagers, and a strong inner circle of sisters and mentors. And so, oh, Keisha, <laughs> you wrote something words of yours that I want to share back in July, you said, I am inspired to lean into my desires to be the highest version of myself, to answer the call. And so rather than plopping into the story of your world right now with listeners (laughs) as to what the adventure is, could we start in that place of what was this calling that you were referring to? Sure. So I like to, I like to call, you know, people have so many different words for what you're currently doing or led to do. And for me, it's always about a calling because I feel like it's not just a heart rendering. It's not just something you think about, but it's something that I believe you're actually called to be or to have or to do. And, um, and that my overall calling is, you know, always going to be to just like you read, right. To encourage women to really live in their truth and live their best, most divine life. And within that, my husband and I, um, also have felt called since, oh my goodness, since in the beginning, we were like one day we're going to live internationally. And we realized not too long ago that that one day is here. Mm. And so (laughs) this calling um, is to actually scout. So we thought, well, we could just choose a place, but everything was working in our lives to be able to take our two young adult children. My husband just retired, yay, retired early and um, actually scout. So we are on a 12 month, journey of scouting for our new international home. And so that is involving more than seven countries in that 12 months. Wow. Wow. (laughs) So this has been a dream of yours since the beginning. Mm -hmm. And it was last summer, last spring that you realized like now is the time yes. Well, we've been, so let me say this. So this is the thing about when you have a vision or an intention or this goal that you want, my business is called elevate your now, right? So I believe that even though it's something that you want and it's out there in the future, how can you start living pieces of it, being pieces of it, having pieces of it now? So we've been thinking about it. We've been semi planning, not really planning, but like pictures on the vision board. What would we do? Let's research this. And then it came to a point where we were like, what if we got a little bit more serious? Mm-hmm. You know, may not, we may not do it, but why not? Let's just think about it. And so as a family in our Sunday meetings, each person got a country and every Sunday evening, or we even do it every couple of weeks, we would come back and everyone would report on one country to say whether or not it would be somewhere we would want to live or we could live. And so we just started 
without even knowing like how in the world this is all going to work. You know, we own a home. Back then, my husband was actively working. You know, I was growing my business. My kids were in school. We just started doing what it would take. Yeah. (laughs) That makes sense. Yeah. You started exploring possibilities. You let yourself actually get into some of the research and the discussion about it instead of like, it seems so far off one day, one day, right? one day, like let's bring it into the now by getting to know these different countries. Yeah. Love that. And I just love that your family has Sunday circle conversations. That's awesome. So, okay. So normally the drive to drag teenagers too is (laughs) not so, you know, of course they're coming in like, Oh God, we have to do it. But they were excited about it. Yeah. So keep going, keep carry us with us us (laughs) with you. So you're, you're doing these Sunday meetings, you're exploring these different countries, right? We're exploring. um, Now, of course, this is all during, during and in the aftermath of COVID, right? Um, and being quarantined. Um, so of course, you know, we're all in the house together, you know, so doing all of the things. Um, and we decided at one point at the end of 2020 that we, for all of our kind of mental sakes, <laughs> mental health and physical health and everything else that we need to leave the house. And so we went to Tanzania. So my husband and my children had not, had not been to Africa yet. Um, and we decided let's go to, to Tanzania. And this was a place where there wasn't like, they weren't doing a lot of quarantine. People weren't even wearing masks. There weren't a lot of folks, you know, affected. Um, and that, I think, the, like the courage to do it, the wherewithal to make it happen, um, what seemed like crazy at the time, like we barely told anyone except for like our close family. Yeah. And then to go and experience that newness, that kind of freedom, experience that stuff together. Um, it let us know we really could do it. And that's sometimes it just takes, that's why I'm like, I'm always saying, what can you do now? What can you experience now? Because once you start getting a piece of that thing that seemed impossible, yeah. you know, that that thing that seems so far off, once you start bringing it into your your now and your awareness, you realize like, oh, my God, I think I can make this happen. And so after that trip, I had huge like post-it notes on the wall and we had, you know, a huge list of, okay, what would need to be done? <laughs> what mm, uh-huh. do, you know what I mean? Yeah. In order to get there. Like, do we need health insurance over there? My husband was like, you know, we had, as a matter of fact, our 24th, our 24th anniversary, we went away on a, just a really like an hour away, you know, got a hotel just to celebrate. And he said, I have something serious to talk about. And I was like, what? Don't be playing. Like, you know? uh-huh. yeah. Surprises, you know? And he said, I, I have to leave my job. Like mentally, I think it's, it's, it's kind of messing with me mentally. I can feel it messing with my energy. I don't want to be there. There was all kinds of things happening in his job at this point. And I was like, babe, you can leave tomorrow. Like, Uh we will figure it out. I have Uh a business. You know, it is growing. You can leave. (laughs) 
And once, and he, and I think that took a huge kind of, it was just a relief for him to hear that I was like, let's do it. We'll figure it out. And after that, it was on, he picked a date and, and don't, Trust me, we were both like, what the hell are we doing? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, um, buddy picked a date and then those post-it notes on the wall got really serious and we started checking off things and it started to happen. <laughs> I am so inspired and I want to pause. I want to go into a micro moment that you just spoke to that feels really important. And first of all, I'm loving so many things. I'm so appreciating this grand vision and the ways that you are allowing your patient, you are taking actions, you are doing the quote, small things. You are allowing each like the trip to Tanzania to give you the awareness to the confidence, the clarity of we really can do this. The, the beginning to get really into the pragmatics of what would be required to do more of this. Cause you know, it's like pie in the sky until it's posted notes on your wall and you're like this and you need hot water. I know that was in one of your things I saw. Yes. And it's like getting that really clear and the support of your husband saying he, he needs to leave his job. And you're just like, yes, like that level of support is just so beautiful. And the micro moment I want to drop into for a moment before we go forward is you said, of course, there was stuff that came up, like, how are we going to do this? You know, you've been a two income family. How are right. we going to do this? So I imagine, I mean, that's where the bravery comes in, right? Cause there's the fear. Can you speak to how you navigated that? Sure. Um, so really quickly, when I say things, things came up, right. We've owned our home for 20 years. Um, you know, so we, have a home. We can't just, you know, leave it. Like, what does that look like? What does that mean? My son was graduating. Well, is he not going to go to college right after this? Well, what are mm-hmm. we going to do? My daughter mm-hmm. is still, she was working and uh, in junior college. Well, what is she going to do? She was making plans. Um, what are all the bills? How are we living now? How much do things cost now? And then for me as an entrepreneur, right? It's not about asking for a raise. <laughs> it is yeah. about, can I bring in the money that is required, yeah. you know? Um, so uh, my my um, husband's mom and dad are elderly and very close to them. It's like, you know, what? so all of the things, right? Family. And we kept having to remember how we started our relationship. And let me just, on a side note, yeah, yeah, I've been to retreats and done different things, and I got readings. Like I went to when we were in uh, Sedona, and I was like, I'm going to get a reading, and I want to know like what does this mean? Like I was doing all of the things, right? Having people pull cards, just like everything. And one of the things that kept coming up was your foundation is not your home; your foundation is your relationship. Aww. So remember that. And when we thought about, well, how did we start our relationship? How did we even do our wedding? Our wedding was all about what we wanted. Our family was like, are you crazy? What? You guys are doing this. You're doing this. And we were like, we're going to do things how 
as an in agreement, we feel aligned with our values. We've raised our children mm-hmm. this way. So many people from the outside have been like, what are you guys doing? You know, how are you? You're doing this. Where are they going to school? And we kept coming back to what is most aligned with who I am, who you are, and who we are together. Hmm. In that, we have to like hold on to something, trust me, because this is like we have literally turned our lives upside down. Yeah. Holding on to that, we remember like, does, how does this feel? Does it feel good every time we envisioned ourselves with this kind of freedom, you know, exploring the world, giving our children that are about to come into adulthood, giving them a different perspective of how they can live, communicate, love, work. Mm. When we went back to that, we were like, well, this is just how we do. <laughs> That's how we be. This is how we operate. So we, and trust me, there were some late nights of going back and forth. Like, what about this? This is not going to work. Well, what do you, I think this, well, I think this, you know, there were crying sessions. There were my husband on the phone with his mom, (laughs) you know, me on the phone with my girlfriends, right? There were definitely, you know, some moments literally up until the end I was crying as we were leaving our home to get into the car to go to the airport wow uh-huh you know we 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 had to hold on I would say to each other to our family unit and to the values and alignment that I think has gotten us really where we are 25 years later um in order to keep making these choices oh Together, aligned with your values and that willingness to leave what has been known to explore that unknown. I mean, totally uncomfortable. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And, and this feels like it ties into, there's like this perception of, oh my gosh. So, okay. So you want to live internationally. So you're going to take 12 months to explore. Where is that going to be? Which is so cool because adventure of a lifetime. Right. And instead of being like, well, we don't know where we, you're going to go and explore it because that's what gives us the experience to know firsthand. So there's this sense, it can be really easy to imagine like, oh my gosh, you don't have a home. How awesome or how scary, right? Depending on perception, but where am I going on this? Where am I going with is when you were talking about, there's like this projection of how freeing that must be. And I know you've, what if you needed to unlearn to really experience and allow yourself to have that freedom? Oh, yes. (laughs) So the unlearning, um, Yeah, there's so many, (laughs) so many things, you know, I can think of like in the beginning, um, just in the planning. Again, we own, we've owned our home for 20 plus years. Um, I keep saying 20 years and uh, we've owned our home for 25 years now. I keep thinking like, wait a minute, like we were married before we we bought our home. It's been 25 years. Update the file. Yeah, yeah, update update the numbers on so, you know, um, owning our home for that long and, and like what we have been told that we need, you know, you, you're supposed to have a home that you own, mm-hmm. right? You're supposed to have certain totally. assets or are you supposed to um, 
you know, keep your home to pass down to your children. You know, um, right now we're in, we are from California, right? And so obviously our real estate, you know, market is one of the best in the country. Yeah. And it's like, well, no, or, or should you sell right now? Oh my goodness, there's the, um, you know, what the economy is doing. You should sell now, quick, you know, or you should sell later. Like all of the things. Uh-huh. Everyone <laughs> else's perspectives, right? Yeah. Everyone else's perspectives. Um, we had to, and we had to unlearn. How, how can I say this? We had to unlearn paying attention to what success looks like for other families, for other Um, other people's idea of what wealth is, because what we were learning through this is wealth is really us together, right? That was one of the things that we learned that like, oh, this family unit can stay locked in a home, (laughs) you know, for all of this time and still back together, still play Uno, you know, every week, right? All of these Uh things. We had to unlearn what wealth and success Um, and like, you know, the things that, how old you are, I just made 50, right? We, we, we have all of these milestones or 25th anniversary. I just turned 50. My husband retired, you know, kids are officially no more in school, right? Empty nest, quote unquote. We had to unlearn what all of those things are supposed to mean. My husband had to unlearn what retirement mm, <laughs> is supposed yeah. to be, right? What yeah. that means. Um, I had to kind of unlearn some people's ideas of entrepreneurship, you know, of owning a business. Um, there were just so many, of parenting, really. Some people think we're absolutely crazy to be dragging our children at this time in their lives, you know, <laughs> around the world. Um, and then there were things about, unlearning what is important to us. You know, when Mm. we were going, like when we're thinking about the types of places that we want to be and what matters most, you know, um, unlearning even the way we look at ourselves. You know, I will just say as an African-American family, there are so many things, especially over the last few years with Black Lives Matter and all of the things that have gone on. We talk a lot about privilege and and you know how we don't have any here and when we go abroad we are the privileged ones mm. you know as an african american family we are privileged once we leave here and go abroad to most places and so we had to unlearn a lot of the ways that we even look at ourselves and see the perspective in which we see ourselves and what we think other people see us as mm-hmm. so Long answer, but so many, so many things. Yeah. Long is welcome. <laughs> it's so rich. And the, this journey, and this is really what is required, isn't it? To live your dreams. And I know you're, ex- you're completely experiencing this yourself personally. And it's what you support clients in through your business. It's that being willing to get really clear on what is important to you and recognize all those things we've learned about what we're supposed to have. And like, Oh, and that, that thing about like, well, you're 50 and you should look like this and a stable family looks like this and kids, when they're at this age, they should be all those shoulds. And you're in the, you're in the journey of like, uh, uh, no. And it's not. And what I really appreciate, I was just having 
it's not a reaction to, right? It's a choice for you're continuing to move towards what you are. You're living in that moment of now of what is, what is you desire? What is it you desire and letting go of those old things, right? It's revealing what's needing to let go of. Absolutely. And even that, and part of the unlearning, right? I mean, I, I, you know, I've been doing this for a long time and studying and living out transformation, but still, you know, that's one thing with me as an entrepreneur doing it. It's another as a mother and as a wife, right? Family. It was the unlearning also of being reactionary, Mm. right? Of, of letting life live you, you know, instead of living your life. And I'm like, life, it's one of the things I always say to my clients. And so it was an, an opportunity for me to step into this place that was so different from what I had been doing to then relearn, like kind of re-go through my ABC that I give to my clients when they come into me. You know, that thing of remember this life is yours to live. We aren't in, you know, some video game and playing out. You get to create how you be and what you have and what you do. Um, and I think that is largely more of a belief and a perspective that, you know, that can allow that to be in your life than it is. a. I don't want to give the idea of like, no, you just get to write it down and then the world has to do what you say. Right. It's more of a belief and a perspective that I don't have to let life live me. I can make choices according to what I really would love to experience you know, and yeah. life. And so that too was an, was, um, an unlearning, you know, when you're making these huge choices and going toward these large visions, it's much, much easier <laughs> to have something happen. And then you react to it. And that kind of pushes mm. you, right. You're at that cliff and it's like someone giving you a little gentle push. Well, we had to like, actively jump off the cliff over and over again, you know, and, and, Obviously, sometimes it would be me or him, like, you know, my husband retiring with me uh, going after, a, you know, a larger, I got one of the largest contracts I've ever gotten in my business, you know, all of that stuff. Yeah. But, but we had to be so proactive, you know, mm. and not reactionary. And that yes. takes so much more clarity and courage. Yeah. And it's, did you find that it's almost like a muscle that got exercise like you don't just wake up one day and you're like all right you know it's like learning how to be in the in the making the choices and the being the proactive like it really is I mean it's it's you know even in moving my clients from employee to entrepreneur obviously everyone wants it to happen now they're like excuse me next week I would like to put in my resignation letter right yes and so much of the work that um, we do together is the prep it's really prep like thank god we I had all of those nights to cry and we had you know the arguments and the discussions and the light bulb moments because it set us up like you said for having the muscle to be in completely different places, not knowing the language, having to navigate, 
having, I mean, we, (laughs) it was funny. I was, um, looking at, you know, something old and it was one of the things that I usually say, like, listen, you know, we always, we, I think it's something like we have 80,000 thoughts a day and, or, or 80% of those thoughts are repeated the next day. You know, Mm. we're essentially thinking the same thoughts over and over. Well, we are in the position that I guarantee you (laughs) every day is so different and requires so much energy just to understand what people are saying, try and communicate back, decide what we're doing, take, take away the, uh, unlearn (laughs) the things we know as Americans in the United States and Mm -hmm. live as global citizens, you know, we are not using those, that same 80% of the thoughts that we usually use. We're doing something completely new. And that is incredibly crazy. I don't know what else to say. (laughs) Crazy. And I can imagine liberating. And at times it takes a whole different level of energy, right? Because there's, I can't even tell you, like just going to the grocery store, You know, usually at home, right? We go to the grocery store. Maybe, I don't know, you've been doing, you've been working at home or you've been working and then you decide I'm going to go to the grocery store and then you come home and you do something else or maybe you go to a friend's house. No, the grocery store (laughs) will be the only thing (laughs) that you do in a day because you have to figure out what the packages say. You have to figure out how to get there. You have to um, convert currency. You know, you have to decide what your budget is, what you need before you leave. There's so many things. And then in just the navigation and the speaking to people and the, did they ask me cash or credit? Oh no, we don't have bags. What's the word for bag? What's the word for bag? <laughs> like, you know, yeah. the energy, when we get back from doing one one thing, everyone is exhausted because the, again, like I said, we're so accustomed, we don't know it, but we literally, you know, think the same thing almost day after day. It is mentally exhausting to do, you know, to make your mind move in different ways. And dare I say your heart, Mm -hmm. right? You know, because we are also meeting amazing people and, um, and we're being challenged by cultural differences and things we, oh, we didn't know we weren't supposed to do that. And are we supposed to say that? And look at this amazing thing that someone is helping us. They don't even know us. And so it's a, yes, it's a working of all of the muscles yeah. <laughs> and it is beautiful and it is challenging. Yeah. And, and the energy and, I can imagine, and I, I totally know about this from my own experiences of overseas. I haven't ever done a whole 12 months, but I lived six months in Uganda. And I remember just like oh, okay. that experience of like going to the market. It's, it's, a, it's not just get into my car and drive. It's like, where is it? Am I going to walk there? Am I going to take, you know, public transportation there? What do I need to have with me? All the things, all the things. All so the I'm things. totally appreciating that. And I can imagine someone being like, Okay. Why would you do that? If it's going to take, why, why would you put yourself and your family in that position of something that's going to take so much energy to do like these mundane, ordinary daily things? 
like all the time. Like, and, and I know we've had conversations before where you were sharing how the more you go outside of your comfort zone, the better everything gets. So I don't mean to be asking a leading question. I'm just kind of like putting it all out there of like, you know, there's that mindset of like, why do we go through this? Yes. Like snow globing your world proactively to like be all over, you know, you're in the British, you're in the Virgin Islands right now. And like, what's, what's the benefit? What's that? I mean, the benefit is, so actually we are, we're in a different country. So we're, we're in Dominica right now, right? Which is in the Eastern Caribbean Island. Okay. We were in a different country yesterday. (laughs) And the benefit is I got to do office hours with my clients, help them through some challenging things, celebrate some new clients. And then I got off, put on my swimsuit and went and got in sparkling turquoise water in a cove on the Caribbean coast with my daughter. We had some mommy and me time. (laughs) Rolling around in the water. (laughs) You know, really appreciate watching the sunset over the ocean while we're in it. Like some of these things, like there is no, um, you know, I can't account for the experiences that we've had, like an interaction you know, with, with someone in the street, you know, on the street that is trying to help us get somewhere. And we're pantomiming and realizing they're like, oh, I know these two English words. And we're like, oh, we know these two French words and we know these Spanish words. And like making that incredible connection and like hugging afterward when this is a complete stranger. Yeah. Like those kinds of things um, you can't put a value, you know, to it. Um, watching my children see things that they've never seen before. Um, my husband and I, again, we're always in water. We are ocean babies. <laughs> so, you know, us like being on the beach and like, you know, chest high in water debating like, okay, do you think, you know, is this somewhere that we could live? Is it close enough to whatever the, you know, banks or stores and, And does the, you know, the community outweigh the fact that, you know, we could, we can't drive because it's left-hand driving, you know what I mean? Like, like literally, you know, deciding like, what do we love most? What would we, you know, how could we see ourselves in this? And, and again, like we are about to be empty nesters, you know, my, my husband um, isn't at his corporate job anymore, you know, all of these milestones. But like, it's like, it's like we're reaching another milestone in our relationship, you know, our relationship just as a couple is going to be completely different. Um, so yeah, it's, and we get to see our children as adults in different, oh. you know, countries, like my daughter speaks uh, Spanish. And so she literally was like navigating for the family, you know, throughout so many different situations, you know, my son speaks um, French. And so he could get on the phone with the car rental agency and, you know, help us do stuff. So it's just, yeah, I I, I don't know. I can't quantify it. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Um, It's something that I really hope will 
affect us not only in the present, um, but, you know, for the rest of our lives, for the better. Yeah. Yeah. So So enriching. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And, and not that we're here to sell the idea to anyone to like go spend 12 months or go beyond your comfort zone. Yeah. (laughs) We're both pioneers and adventurers and recognize there's so much on the other side of the comfort zone. And can I just say, I love watching your adventures too, (laughs) ma'am. I love seeing all of your photos and all the different spaces. As a matter of fact, before we left, I would like literally look at all your photos and be like, we're going to be in amazing, like, you know, lovely spaces and just your courage and, and even, you know, what you've been through, right. And and healing and all of that. So you, I just want to take a moment out just to say how much of an inspiration that you, you know, have been to me as well. Thank you. Thank you so much. And, and this, oh, this brings up just that reminder of how we can inspire one another with who we be, with how we're living our lives, like, yeah. and inspire each other to make different choices or acknowledge all the blessings that we do have or whatever that is. And so, and it doesn't have to be the same. Exactly. You know, right. It exactly. doesn't have to be the same. Like I exactly. tell people all the time, this, this journey for you could be a 12 month healing journey or health or writing a book, or I don't know what it is, but I just want to just kind of let people see it being done. And may I say quite imperfectly, yeah, (laughs) say more, you know, really like see this, the stumbles and the challenges Mm. and that the beauty outweighs it, you know, Um, because Anytime I think that you are up leveling and really elevating your life, your money, your business, whatever it is, it's like having a baby. Like who in the world expects this to be easy? Like it's not an easy thing. I think we've been tricked with the, you know, the ease and 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 quickness, you know, pushing mm, buttons through things. But yeah. when you are literally changing the fabric of your being, you know? Yeah. It's not supposed to be easy. I always tell my clients, entrepreneurship is not easy, but it can be done with ease. Yeah. And so that is what, you know, we are really, you know, trying to be, we're constantly asking ourselves, okay, how can we do this with the most ease? Like it's challenging, but how can we do it? And so I think that is really how we should be doing life. You know, um, yeah, we're going to you want to do challenging things because it will up level you and give you experiences and um, just your own inner growth, things that you never thought you could, you know, be be in or be. um, But you can do that with some ease. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's such an important differentiation of it's not easy, but there can be ease. And it's when there's that choice to, to like allow the ease. So Keisha, one of the things that I know is really core to you is spiritual foundation. And Mm -hmm. I'm curious how, Cause we're, we've been talking about being proactive and, you know, mm-hmm. you and your husband might take turns of like, you know, stepping off the cliff one after yeah. the other, after the other. And how does, how does your spiritual foundation, your faith 
play in this whole journey of life that you're in and on? (laughs) Um, It's a huge, huge part of it. And uh, dare I say, almost like it's, it's what allows me to be right to capital B E. Um, I, I don't ascribe, I guess you could say to any specific religion. Um, I do go to a Centers for Spiritual Living um, Center um, that has been uh, Heart and Soul Center of Light has been like my foundation um, for over a decade. And my spiritual mentor um, is also a minister in, um, you know, spiritual living, let me just say, right? Spiritual living is how I see kind of how I live in the world is not really about names for things. <laughs> it's not really yeah. about laws for things. Um, I see God, I see source in myself and in every one of us, mm-hmm. including in the ocean, mm-hmm. in the insects that I try so hard to stay away from. <laughs> right? In everything. And in that, it allows me it allows me to see, you know, again, that this isn't about me uh, living a specific destiny or a specific journey. You know, it's like, I don't, I don't want to just kind of let life live me. If we watch life, you see what, you know, what happens with flowers and with plants and with the, you know, the whole nature in and of itself. And I, I, I want to live a life. Um, and then just within that, love is an incredibly strong value for me. Mm. And that is uh, an agape love, meaning a love, you know, in and between everyone, not necessarily intimate love, not parental love, right? But just and everyone really trying to be love and be loved, you know? And sometimes that is really hard. Let me just say for women, because I work with primarily women. So to be love, right? (laughs) Whatever that is that you, that you think, you know, love is for you, but to be that in different circumstances, um, in challenging circumstances, right? In, uh, in your daily mundane life, And then to allow yourself to be loved, you know, to really allow that, allow someone to love on you, know that you are deserving of this love. When I am in the ocean, I feel like the ocean is loving on me and I deserve it, you know? my husband, my children, right? So to be loved, to be loved for them and then to allow them to love me. Um, Faith is another very very strong value for me. And joy is an incredible value for me. Um, I don't believe in martyrdom. I don't believe in being meek. Um, I believe that we were put here to experience joy. And so in that love, faith and joy, those are taught to us as nouns, but I believe they're verbs. I think you have to do faith. It's not enough to have faith. You have to do faith. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know what I mean? 
faith yeah. as an action. Like it's not enough to say I have faith in something. How are you experiencing faith? How do you step forward understanding that something will be underneath your foot when you put your foot down? It is the stepping. It is the putting down of your foot that is faith. Don't get me on the soapbox here, but (laughs) right. Same with joy. There are, there are devastating things happening in the world. How can you be joy? How can you do joy? Even when it looks like the world is falling apart. Can you find joy in the sunset? Can you find joy in the touch of someone's hand? You know, so, um, and I, I don't even know if that answered your question, but in, in that, that it plays an incredibly huge part in really being able to source mm. the courage to, I mean, to be brave, right? Exactly what it is that you're talking about. Yeah. All of it yeah. allows me to be brave. And, and I am not one of those people. I will always say, listen, I'm not the coach that says, go fight fear and we're going to knock fear out, right? No, fear is a part of us and it's there for a reason. My clients will let you know, I'm always like, "Uh, girl, you scared? Okay, you're about to go somewhere. Tell fear to sit in the passenger seat with you and put on its (laughs) seatbelt, right? Because you are going, you're going to actually leave and take fear with you. And the thing is, is it's, Fear is metamorphic, like it, it, it changes, right? Sometimes fear is so huge that it's right in front of us and we can't see our way. But if you keep going, if you put the key in the ignition and turn it, if you put your seatbelt on, fear will shrink and eventually become this little toddler that you don't even hear anymore. You know, they're just going away, just rattling away, right? you are able to drive, you know, and that was probably a crazy, like, vision. I love that. I've never heard anyone describe it that way. And it feels so absolutely (laughs) like, yes. And it's the choosing. It's not waiting for fear to get smaller before you act. It's the choosing. It's being the verb. It's the Joy, the foot to the pedal, the key in the ignition. Right. I guess you'd do the key first. <laughs> that changes fear. Yes. So just it like, is. yes, yes. Just think of that. I, I always am like, I have to remind myself, right? To just imagine there's been so many things on this journey where I'm like, I just don't feel like it today. Like, I, <laughs> it's going to take so much, you know? Um, yeah. And I know that that is just fear talking. And in order for me to be brave, just one thing, Keisha, just do one thing then. Just find out. Let's just look and see what time the store closes or, you know, whatever it is. Let's just just look on Google Translate and find the first phrase that you will need to use. And then we'll see how the rest of the conversation goes. You know, like there's so many times where I'm like, you have to be brave and I will still be sweating buckets. I will still (laughs) be scared. You know, I I remember a time when um, 
I was I was by myself. I wasn't with my family and, and I had to catch one of the public buses about two hours back to our Airbnb in Panama. And um, I was able to get my ticket, got out to where it was rush hour. There were hundreds of people didn't know which van or bus to catch. And I thought it was one. And I got off that one to get on another one. So a gentleman came up to help me. And another man saw me get off the other van. And I don't know if I disrespected him or what, but he snatched the ticket out of my hand and gave me my money back. And I was like, no, <laughs> oh my God. And I was literally, I could feel the tears welling up, you know, in the back of my, and I, I was just like, take a deep breath. We're, we're, this is going to happen. Like I literally took a deep breath. Everyone is like speaking in Spanish all around me. And the guy took my arm and said, come, come with me. What? And came and took me to the right bus, you know? And so, yeah, <laughs> it has to be a verb. <laughs> and so yeah. my spiritual life played a huge part in leading up to this and both of us, but my for in this journey, a lot of it is for my husband, a spiritual journey. You know, he's in a milestone in his life and yeah. this is big for him too. And so it played a lot in even making the decision um, to be brave enough to do it. And now as we are on the journey, it plays a huge part um, every day in our lives. And we have rituals around what we do too. <laughs> hmm. I love this so much. I'm really appreciating this conversation. And I feel like everything, there's just like a whole, we could drop in even more for like, I'm curious about those rituals and I'm curious <laughs> to hear more about like family and your experience and couple them and milestones and all of that. And so I look forward to more and just knowing that we're wrapping up today. I've got one more question before I ask you that Keisha, I just want to let our listeners know that you can find out more about Keisha and find out if you're currently employed, looking to step into entrepreneurship, looking to accelerate that with more ease and getting support with overcoming your fear. You can check out Keisha at www.fromee2e.com. <laughs> And it's in the show notes and she has a free gift for you. It's a guidebook that you can find at from E to E.com forward slash choose. So this is super helpful guidebook. It's going to help you really tap into what is authentic success for you, which yes. is huge and so important. So thank you for those. So again, links in the show notes. And Keisha, question for you, since this series yeah. is all about brave women, brave living, and you are a brave woman, I'm curious, who is a brave woman that inspires you? Wow, that's a great question. Oh my goodness, there are so many. <laughs> there are so many, let me think. You, you know, can say I, more than one if you want. Okay. <laughs> there are people, you know, that, that we all know, like, you know, for me, my, my auntie Oprah, <laughs> you know, I'm sure she's a, a, an inspiring woman for, you know, a lot of people are brave women, yeah. just her entire journey and the choices that she has made along the way that seem again to speak to who she is in the moment, you know, regardless of what people say around her, it's always been so inspiring to me. Her bravery has always been inspiring. And I would say my spiritual mentor, um, Reverend Andrea Earl, um, she 
you know, had a whole corporate career and didn't even start her ministry until she was retired. And like, she's made such a huge impact um, in people's lives. And, and I feel like she's someone who chooses to be brave daily. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I think sometimes we, we feel like, um, oh, I, there was this brave moment in my life. You know what I mean? And like, yeah. when you from those brave kind of milestone moments. And um, she has really shown me how to be brave every day, you know? And some of that is all inner bravery, right? Just the, the bravery it takes to just uh, spiritually grow and allow, like I said, to love and be loved. Um, so yeah, I have folks that everyone knows <laughs> and I have people that, you know, uh, really uh, more of a smaller circle, yeah. you know, know, that are incredibly inspiring and brave women. And I often, <laughs> often think of them when I am up against that fear that is growing in front of me. <laughs> totally. Cause it's such a, like there being a lighthouse, right? It's like, Okay. Remind me of my own courage by letting, yeah. letting me see you be courage in action. It'll yes. bolster my own. Yes. Well, Keisha, you inspire me and thank you so much for this conversation, this time together today. I love knowing where your family is right now and knowing that when this airs, you'll be in some other gorgeous yes. place <laughs> on this beautiful planet of ours. So thank you. And I just invitation home play for our listeners taking from Keisha's story today, the wisdom of, you know, that big vision, what can you be choosing and bringing into the now? So instead of some far out there, big vision, it's like, what's that one thing now? So invitation to play with that. And Keisha, anything else before we go? I just want to say thank you for this invitation. Um, I appreciate it. You know, like I said, I am, we're living it. I'm living it right now. You know, uh, the freedom that most of uh, my clients and a lot of women just that I know want. And I'm so like thankful to have the opportunity to reflect on it as I'm talking to you, you know, um, about it. So I appreciate that. And I just, I appreciate who you are, Megan, and the, the, the fact that you are bringing so many uh, brave women to the forefront to let everyone else see that, you know, we've all been brave. It's just, you know, a matter of being like, I can do it again. I can take that same bravery, right? And keep making steps. So I yes. appreciate this. Oh, thank you <laughs> so, so, so much. And thank you listeners. I look forward to seeing you on the next episode. Until then, may our conversation support you in remembering that you too are brave. Bye-bye. Bye. And that's a wrap. Or is it? If you're like me and you want to continue these conversations, come on over and join the free Brave Women, Brave Living Facebook group where we're having conversations that cultivate courage. And before you go, I have a request and a reminder. If you'd be willing to share this episode with the women in your world, subscribe and leave a five-star review. That will help me reach more women with this message of brave living. I have a sense they'll thank you and I thank you too. Now for the reminder, 
brave living is not about being fearless. It's about noticing the fear, summoning your courage, and doing the thing anyway. <gasps> yes, you're amazing. Thank you for tuning in. I look forward to seeing you in the Facebook group on the next episode. And until then, be brave, be wild, and have so much fun being the magic that is you. Mwah!